Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Welcome, everybody, to our Sarah member meeting for March uh, 2017. And I think Leah just got on, too. Are you there, sis? I did. I was ordering food from Freshly, and I got so consumed with it, I totally forgot about our call. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're so funny. I know. That is Don't really exciting, that. though. Okay. Well, I'm glad I know, you're Oh, good grief. All right. Well, we're here. We're getting started. Um, so if you have noise where you are, you can press star six. If it starts to get noisy, then I may, may mute all of us except um, Leah and I so that we can, because um, we'll both be chatting. Um, and hopefully um, Kelly will um, chime in in a little while, too. I'd like her to share a little bit as well. Um, so to begin um, tonight, this is a um, a member practitioner and teacher um, teaching protocol meeting. And so um, we've had a lot of new members join us um, in the last year, even in the last six months. And yeah, even so, I'm really excited because we're starting to get my teachers teachers <laughs> starting to, to mm -hmm. join, which is really exciting. We're getting more generations of Reiki um, getting out there um, with Sarah, too, which is really awesome. Um, but it means it's a little harder to keep everybody kind of in the loop. And so it's been a while since, since we've talked about our vision for Sarah and our mission statement and um, our values and our purpose and everything that we see. And so we wanted to, um, well, I'm going to take some time to talk about that, a little bit about that tonight. And um, so um, I wanted to, to start by really kind of revisiting our mission statement. And um, I know we have our new website is, is up now, um, which we're really proud of and took us a, a lot of work to get up. But I think it's a really visual beautiful um, new website. I hope that you guys enjoy it too and like and you can refer people to that site um, with pride um, and our members are on there. But you know Sarah really came about because of a conversation that Leah and I had at Brighthaven back in 2008 where I was teaching a class and Leah was taking the class and um, she kind of said, well, you know, what, what is your dream for animal Reiki? She's like, it's really cool what you're doing here at Brighthaven, but like, you know, what's your dream? And I said, well, my dream would be that, you know, every shelter and sanctuary animal around the world could have Reiki. That was just my dream. I just like that every, every shelter and sanctuary has a Reiki program. Wouldn't that be amazing? And the situation I set up at Brighthaven that, that every shelter and sanctuary could have that situation where they have a resident Reiki practitioner who's there to support them and to support their animals. And so Leah said at that moment, she said, all right, 
well, let's do it. I said, what? <laughs> really? <laughs> um, but, um, you know, and, you know, the rest is history. And, and um, you know, Leah and I have been through so much with Sarah. We've grown from just a few members to hundreds of members. We've grown from just, um, you know, people in the United States into now being around the world. And, um, you know, I really wanted to thank Leah for always believing in this mission, even when nobody else did, and never letting me give up. <laughs> when I got the give yeah. up blues, then Leah would be like, no, you keep going. So um, as, as Sarah developed, when we started, we were very a very loose organization. We didn't have really, we weren't sure what direction we were going and what exactly we, we were going to do with this. But as we kind of moved forward, we realized that our professionalism was really what, what would make us stand out and stand apart from, uh, from other organizations, although there are no other organizations actually in the world that do what we do. There are none. Um, but even if we look at just Reiki organizations, um, our, our professionalism and our unity in the work that we do is really makes us stand apart, and um, I hope that all of you are as proud to say that you're a Sarah member as I am um, because um, I really believe so much not only in our mission and how Reiki really changes the lives of rescued animals, also how it supports the staff mm-hmm. with compassion fatigue, but also I, I believe so much in, in the, the teachings, the Japanese teachings that we use, the meditation which is the basis of everything we do, our focus being that meditation, you know, not being, Reiki not being a system that we do to the animals that we put on the animals, but really honoring them as healers and teachers in their own right and creating the meditative space which we offer to them in a very open way, allowing them to, to lead. It makes us not only professional, not only unique, not only unified, um, but but also really ethical in the way that we approach animals. And it's, it's something to be really proud of for all of you. So I wanted to just take a minute to, to talk about that. You know, when we really see Sarah as a philanthropic organization, our whole goal is to reach these animals that really have nothing and no one except for, you know, the, the shelters and sanctuaries who care for them, but they don't have their own family. They don't have, you know, the kind of love that our own animals may have. And um, for a lot of these places, I know a lot of you volunteer in facilities that have shoestring budgets. I mean, they, they barely get by, but they do amazing work with almost no resources. Mm-hmm. And we've seen that in so many places we've traveled as well. And it's really inspiring um, so, but our our work, in Sarah, is really to give and having a heart of service to the community for those animals and for those people to really give freely. And so, um, as we grew, we we began to first we just had Sarah members, and then we started to say, oh well, you know, some some members will be practitioners, some will be teachers. And then most recently we said, you know what, all of our members, teachers and practitioners, are educators. And so um, 
but originally my, my vision for practitioners was really as offering the service of Reiki to animals and also to caretakers. So, um, you know, going there regularly, offering treatments to animals, but then maybe once a month or something, offering treatments to the staff and bringing them in to that love and care and compassion that Reiki brings, bringing them into that dialogue as well. And for teachers, my vision was that you also could be, (coughs) excuse me, doing treatments and supporting the animals, but also being able to be in the shelter offering classes. And the classes would be for the staff and for the volunteers to create a space um, of support and um, affordability as well for those um, people. And then if you're lucky, teachers would be able to set up a teaching program with the general public at the shelter because then all the animals are getting Reiki from you, from all of your students, and so there's Reiki all the way around the organization, but then it can also be a financial support. So giving back in many, many ways and on many levels is really part of our mission with Sarah. So giving back not only by offering service of treatment and training, as we know, at cost for staff and reduced for volunteers, um, but also giving back financially um, if you are able to teach classes to the general public, which you charge for. And <clears throat> that is sort of based on the model of what I've done with Brighthaven for over 12 years now. And so I've taught you know, monthly classes there. And so not only are they getting over 12 years now, and so I've taught I'm getting an echo. Hold on a second. I might have to mute you guys. Hold on. I'm going to mute you guys. Sorry about that, just so that we have. I'm gonna, I won't mute you, um, Leah, but let me just mute everybody else here. And that will hopefully, sorry about that. Okay. So, um, so anyway, we really see philanthropy as being our biggest piece of what we do. And there's many levels to the giving. There's the giving of the treatments. There's the giving of the classes, the courses, whether they're the educational courses that the practitioners do or the level one and two courses that our teachers do. There's also the financial um, donation if money is made so that there is a lot of levels of service um, in this organization. And um, so that kind of brings me into um, our newest piece of Sarah. And um, the newest piece of Sarah are, is bringing our practitioners into our educational program and seeing you guys as educators, even though you haven't been trained as teachers by any of the Sarah teachers me or Leah or any of the Sarah, other Sarah teachers on the call, um, but that you have um, taken classes, a class at least, with us, and you're in the community giving this beautiful service of Reiki with an open heart. And so you're in a position to, to really educate people about what Reiki is and what it isn't um, for animals. <laughs> the meditative aspect of it, the animal empowerment aspect of it. And so as we've evolved 
I, I came to realize that there's a real opportunity in allowing um, not just our teachers to teach, but our practitioners to teach. And so we have the three courses that everybody in Sarah is able to teach, and that's the Introduction to Animal Reiki, the Self-Healing for Animal Caregivers, which is the Compassion Fatigue class, and the five powerful meditations to help heal your animals, which is based on the, the book, which is a fairly new book, which we've put out pretty recently. And so my vision really for those courses, and when I think about my people and all of you, is that you are in your community and in these organizations breaking ground. You're in the trenches, so to speak. You're in places where there's a lot of stress, um, animals come from all kinds of situations. It's very hard on the caregivers, and you're there in person, able to make a difference and to bring peacefulness, stress relief, love and compassion, kindness, all of those things to that space. So that, you know, maybe the, the shelter is a stressful space, but when you bring Reiki there, it can change everything. It's a huge game changer change not only the animals, can change the people, can change the whole feeling of the space and the environment there. Um, and it can make a difference also, we believe, with ad the adoption rate as well. So that was really my, my vision as far as, you know, all of you being in these organizations, creating relationships and bringing that love and compassion and peacefulness to these very, very stressful environments. So that in that way, Sarah is an incredible organization because we are in the front lines and we go into the most difficult environments. You know, like if you, if you said to somebody, oh, you want to go meditate? The last place they would say would be a shelter or a sanctuary, unless they were a Sarah member, right? Then they'd be like, yeah, let's go sit in the middle of a dog run with 20 barking dogs. I'm ready. <laughs> because it really makes a huge difference. It's an incredible angelic service that all of you are providing. And so, um, so that was really um, my vision of how, you know, of why I created these classes and why I'm sharing them with all of you to support all of that. And um, as we have been moving forward and growing and, you know, uh, adding more and more organizations and more people and everything, that focus seems to be shifting away from my vision and my core values. And, um, and so that concerns me, and I want to um, just kind of get everybody back on the same page so that we can all stay true to that original intent um, and so that's really uh, why um, we wanted to have this call tonight and to talk about all of this. And um, so maybe I'll um, <laughs> lend it over to you, Leah. Yeah. If you want to share, share a little bit. Yeah, I, I do. I'd like to talk about that a little bit more because I have a different perspective than you. So when Kathleen and I came together to create Sarah, it was really quite an honor for me because Kathleen, to me, is, is really why we're all sitting here today. She's the one that created all of the protocols, all of the teaching, everything that we're, we're doing and the way we're doing it is thanks to Kathleen and all she does. So it was a huge honor for me 
to be asked by Kathleen to help her start Sarah. So when we started it, it was just so important for us, our main goal, because I actually, um, the reason Kathleen came to me in the first place was I had no desire to make money as a business. I just wanted to go to shelter animals and offer Reiki um, as a free benefit to shelters. And that was Kathleen's love. And so when we started talking and I started talking to her about, well, what's your dream? Like, what, where, where do you see all this going? And she told me about having, you know, Reiki around the world for animals. It was really kind of like, we kind of laughed about it, but it was a really wonderful goal. And I was 100% behind that because that was my goal too. It's just like, let's just bring Reiki to shelter animals, the animals that need it most. And, and then part of that was she also said, well, we need to bring it to also the people who provide um, the care for these animals. They're also needing the Reiki. And so that is why we started Sarah, and that's such an important part of Sarah. Also, what really impressed me about Kathleen was she gave 50% of her profit back to Bright Haven. To me, that was like, wow, how are you even making money if you're giving back 50%? But as I started to work with Kathleen and figure out, you know, how she's making money, I realized that by her giving back so much to the shelter and by her being out there in the community giving back to the shelters, it actually brought more people to her. So even though she's, she's being philanthropic and she's giving so much back, she's also getting a lot back because people look to her and they come to her because they know that she is the shelter animal Reiki um, foremost expert. And I think that that's something that it's really hard for all of you. I was talking to Kelly earlier today, and she has her own practice, and actually her, her practice is her actual business. And we were talking about, like, well, that's really scary to think about donating back, you know, your, your profits when you need your profits to live. But we both agreed that how Kathleen found out, too, is that when you give back, you actually get more in return. So maybe you'll go to a shelter and you'll teach a class to the shelter staff and volunteers for a very, you know, like 50% fee for the volunteers and just for cost of materials for the shelter staff. And then maybe you'll get a couple people from the public. But what happens is when these people take it at a reduced rate from you, they see value in it and they see what happens with the animals and they start going out and talking about it. And the reality is you get more students because of that than you would if you didn't give back. If I just went out and started my own animal Reiki business in Silicon Valley and said, okay, I'm just going to teach animal Reiki, I don't think I would have done well at all. But because I was volunteering at the um, Silicon Valley Humane Society and I was volunteering at Pregnant Mare, I got so much more interest from people. I had a lot more money coming to me than I ever could have dreamed of because I was giving back. And Kathleen was my model. And when I started doing it, I knew we were on the right path with Sarah. So I know it's really scary for some of you. You're in communities where you see that um, maybe your classes are declining because you don't have the interest. But you have to ask yourself, am I giving back? Am I in a shelter? Am I teaching classes in a shelter? Am I making that connection with people at the shelter? Because that can really bring in that money for you. And it really goes back to what Sarah is all about. Of course, we want to give back to the animals. We want to give back to the people. But we also want our members to feel supported and to also prosper. I mean, not that animal Reiki is, you're never going to be a millionaire by animal Reiki, right, Kathleen? I mean, we're, we're trying to figure out <laughs> yeah. the hidden secret to being a millionaire and doing animal Reiki. 
But what you can do is you actually can have a business. Like, and we're going to let Kelly talk in a little bit about this, but because she knows better than all of us, just like Kathleen, she's in the same boat as Kathleen. It's her personal business, and she has a lot of experience too. But it's just something that when you give so much, you are going to get back tenfold. It is kind of the law of attraction, the law of the universe. But really, in that space of giving, you're also receiving. And when you open yourself up and you let go of your fears, really, there is this total giving and receiving and, and living in that space of the precepts, what we encourage all of us to do, is really important and it helps us. But like Kathleen was saying, it, we started to kind of go away. We could start to feel this last, it was really strange. This last couple of weeks, we, we probably had 10 people talking to us about doing online classes and maybe they aren't doing as well as they could be, but they're not really in their shelter. And so it really made Kathleen and I pause and say, wait a minute, something's not right. And we need to remind people of why we exist, what our purpose is and how important it is. And I want to reiterate that what we have created with Sarah is not only do we support shelter animals and shelter staff and give back to the shelters financially, but we support each other. And we have an organization, like Kathleen said, no one is, there is no other organization like us. This is an organization that you can be so proud of because we have ethics, we have values, we have morals, we have scruples, and we live by a code. We support each other without question. And if we have members, and sometimes we do, that kind of go against our code, sometimes we have to make a hard decision to say maybe Sarah isn't the right place for you. And it really isn't. I mean, you have to kind of have that philanthropic attitude in order to be in Sarah and to thrive in Sarah, I think. And we're also blessed because we don't have to invent the wheel here. We don't have to try and invent our own classes. We have Kathleen's teachings that we get for free and we can go out there and teach and actually have respect and have people go, wow, you know, this is really wonderful. And I'm not, I'm sure some of you who have taught level one, some of our teachers and level two, our manuals are above anyone else's out there. We have so much material. Thank you to Kath, thanks to Kathleen and all that she's given us. And the animal Reiki for Reiki practitioners class, the five, healing meditation, the intro to animal Reiki, the self-healing class, those are all thanks to Kathleen and her generosity and how she wants to empower all of us. And I think the best thing that we can do to honor Kathleen and honor this whole tradition of Sarah is to go out there, volunteer, teach the staff, support the staff, make relationships, because when you make relationships, that is when you're going to thrive. Thank you, Leah. <laughs> Thank you. So, so due to some of the um, new issues that we are facing with our members and um, teaching, we um, are changing our, uh, or I guess we're adding to our teaching rules. So my original um, vision was that all of the Sarah teachers would be actually in these environments bringing peace and comfort, serenity, compassion to these environments and to all the people and animals in those environments. I, I never envisioned that people would take my materials and teach them online or try to submit them to an online university of some kind or something and teach them in that way. 
And so um, that will not be allowed. Um, I, I just, it, it never occurred to me, and this is a learning curve for all of us, but it never, because I'm so um, focused on the work in the community and the people, and then I'm giving my materials so freely to you guys to do that work, it, it never occurred to me that they would be used for a different purpose. And so um, we're going to be adding um, the, that, those um, directions about um, that these classes are to be taught in person only. Um, we'll be adding that language to our member area. And uh, <coughs> I'm not sure what else, how else we're going to be letting people know about that, Leah. We're, we're going to be evolving. We're going to be we're going to be sending out an agreement to all our members, to all our current members, that's just basically going to say, I agree that I will not teach these classes as a teleclass, an online class, or a webinar without express permission, written permission from Kathleen and I both. Um, and I think that that's just, it's, and we're going to start having people as they join sign this agreement. So we want to make it available to everybody. We want all of our members to see this. We want us all to be on the same page. And again, it's not because we're trying to stop anyone from growing. It's just that if anyone's going to be teaching an on online class, it makes more sense for Kathleen to be teaching, like let's say, an introduction to animal Reiki online because, because the whole purpose of online is you can reach a mass audience, right? You don't have to go in your community. It actually reach, you can reach across the world if you want. So it makes no sense for someone who's created the material, who has put in all the hours and the hard work to present this for us, to then give it up and have somebody else make money. Um, so we really want to respect Kathleen, or I personally felt we really need to respect Kathleen and respect what she's given us by agreeing that we will not do these things unless she gives us express permission. Yeah. Thank you, Leah. Um, so do should you I open want... it up for comments? Or yeah. Well, let's, okay. let's send it to Kelly um, now because okay. I really Let like... me find Kelly. Let me undo Kelly here. I think this is yeah. you. Is that you, Kelly? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yay. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Okay. Good. So um, I, I want to, you know, I just think that um, this is a great conversation to have and it's about time because um, I, I totally agree with what Lee is saying that Kathleen has put so much of her energy and her time into this. And I, I'm grateful, for one, that I don't have to write manuals and <laughs> do all that kind of stuff when it's already done and done in such a great way. Um, but, you know, the work that she's done is, is hers, and, and I'm completely on board with whatever Kathleen decides on how to hold these classes and what the materials, um, you know, how we handle the materials and everything. And, and I, you know, when I got into Sarah, I saw it as a, I didn't see it as an opportunity of money-making. I did see it as a way of um, getting experience and doing work that I totally loved and was, you know, really um, excited about doing, even though I was afraid of it. And um, when I when I started doing it, and I, I was going to shelters, and I've, I've done a lot of volunteer work over the years, but it, and it is really rewarding, and it also there is also that compassion fatigue that comes to us from, on that, um, because of that as well. But there's been so there have been so many rewards 
with the work that I've done with Sarah um, and just going in and seeing the results that happen with these animals. Or recently I was in the shelter and I heard one of the um, women telling one of the new staff members, yeah, every time she's in, wait till you see what happens with those dogs. It's going to get really quiet in here. And, you know, <laughs> so we, we know this stuff is working and we know that we're helping the shelters. And to me, that's an incredible reward. You know, these animals that, you know, they get this gift from us. And when we can go in there with this open heart without expectation, and that means financial expectation, you know, and, and um, receiving anything from that other than, you know, just the beauty of it um, makes a big difference. And I, I believe just, per, you know, my personal belief is, and I see this happen, it's happened to me over the years, where whenever I got caught up in, you know, this is a money maker or, you know, not making enough money, then it always seemed to shut everything down for me. And the minute that I just let go and knew that I was going to be fine and everything was going to be taken care of, then everything would open up, and I'd, like, go and open up my computer, and there'd be emails from people looking for a class or whatever. And, you know, we, we, um, when we do our work with Sarah, it's so important to be, um, you know, not have an agenda. And going in with an agenda of um, this is going to be a business part for me is the wrong way to approach it. And uh, Kathleen and Leah both said this, that, you know, this is, for me, this is the volunteer part of my work. And I think as a practitioner, we need to be out there doing volunteer work, especially if we have a business, because it really helps us to um, to give back to the community. And this is the way I chose to do it. Whatever way you might choose to do it is up to you, but um, this is not what I consider my business part. And it's not um, that I don't benefit in some way because when I do go to the shelter, um, I will, you know, if they have an event, they're happy to have me come and I can set up a table or whatever and talk about Reiki and sometimes get clients from that or, um, you know, I get, um, they put my cards up and they put my flyers up and now they're letting me teach at the shelter um, regularly. So that's a real, that's a wonderful bonus because in the winter I can't be at a farm and I've got two feet of snow out here. I'm not going to be at a farm this weekend, but I can go to the shelter and teach. And that's happened over a long period of time. I've been volunteering with this one shelter, the one that uh, Rutland County Humane Society that I've been with most, since we started Sarah pretty much, or since Kathleen and Leah started Sarah and I joined, mm-hmm. 2008 um, was when I first started going there. And it, it was a slow process. So, um I just, I was telling Leah today, I got a phone or an email today, been back and forth with a woman um, up at another shelter in northern Vermont who I visited in January of 2016 and did a presentation and didn't hear from, touched base, you know, emailed, double checked to see if they had, you know, made any progress about putting, you know, getting me up there for class. And and then I just let it go. I didn't really think anything was going to happen. And then out of the blue, I get this email, and she's like, oh, I'm really excited. Dad, you come up and teach here. So we just set a class up. So a lot a lot of times it's planting the seeds, and that's what volunteer work you know, for us is about, is just planting the seeds and getting the word out there and you know, letting our shelters know that you know, we're reliable, that they can count on us to come in and do more than just, you know, sit in meditation with an animal, if they need our help in the kitchen washing dog dishes or in the laundry room or whatever or, you know, holding on to a dog while they try to 
you know, put some food down. Anything they need, we can do. And we don't, you know, um, I think that for us makes us look reliable to them, makes um, them more likely to trust us. And it sometimes I think, from my experience at um, Rutland, there's a period of time where, um, at least when I got there, there was a period of time when there were a lot of there was a lot of turnover. Um, not, I didn't see other volunteers so much, but I would see a lot of staff members just coming and going. It, it seemed like they couldn't keep anybody, and so they, you know, when I came in, I'm like, oh, I'm going to rake you with your animals and blah blah blah. I mean, I was lucky that they were open, but they were hesitant. They weren't really sure how it was going to go and what kind of person I was going to be and if I was going to stick with it. And the sticking with it, I think, is is one of their biggest concerns because it's hard work. And when you go in there and you don't know what you're getting yourself into, then, you know, that's the possibility that you're not going to stick around. And then that doesn't help our process either of Sarah trying to get into shelters. You know, oh, yeah, we tried Reiki, but we couldn't keep anybody. Nobody, nobody was, you know, committed so we, we have that problem, too, where we have, if we're going to go in there, we have to make that commitment to go in there and stay going in there, you know, and get other people to go in with us and support our shelters that we're teaching classes to. Um, so, you know, it's, over the years, I, I feel like the biggest rewards I've had from my work as a volunteer for Sarah is, um, it, is just the experience that I've gotten, the animals that I've been able to be with, and, you know, just the networking and the, and the um, you know, community that I have through the Sarah, um, through, through the Sarah group. And out of that spills the rest of my practice. You know, word gets around. And, you know, it may not be tomorrow, but, you know, it gets out there. And if you're doing your work diligently and without ego and, you know, with an open heart, no anger, no worry, then things will come to you. So uh, my my... Uh, takeaway here is just be patient and um, keep doing your practice and keep showing up. So I want to just say something really quickly about Kelly. So because a lot of you don't know who Kelly is, Kelly um, started with us in 2008 and she's a founding member. And what that means is she was there with us at the very beginning, went through all the hardships. And we had lots of hardships um, at the beginning because we actually – Kelly and Kathleen, remember, we actually had a lot of people saying, I don't want to give back to um, a percentage because I need to make money. This is my business. And they actually weren't the right fit for um, Sarah. And we were worried. We were like, oh, my gosh, we don't want to lose members. But then we realized we have to stay true to our message. And, and Kelly was one of our biggest supporters. And we really, you know, include Kelly and feel like Kelly is just exactly the same as Kathleen and I. I mean, she's been there since the beginning. She's helped us create you know, this program um, just as much as we've created it. And we really honor and respect Kelly and are appreciative of Kelly for all she's done because she really has helped us have a shining example of the Sarah way. She does everything. I mean, she's, and, and the thing about Kelly is she's always volunteered. She's always given back. But what's great is Kelly's gotten probably more speaking engagements than any other Sarah member that we have. And that's because people know her. And that's also because Kathleen and I trust her. We know that she speaks and walks the talk of Sarah. So if ever anything comes up and we can't be back east, we immediately think of Kelly. So it's like even though you're giving back and you think I'm losing something, you're really not. The things you gain, like Kelly said, are just enormous. And and it's just 
trusting that process, trusting that what you give, you will receive back tenfold. Right. Well, I just wanted to mention that because Kelly, you've you've really like stuck with us. There's very few founding members. I think we had 24 at the very beginning, and we probably only have maybe five, if even that. I mean, I know Bill and um, Kelly, and I know I'm probably missing. Maybe Caroline is another one, um, but mm-hmm. yeah, there's very few founding members um, that we have left, and Kelly has been with us through it all and has really been a wonderful example of what Sarah can be to an, you know, a teacher, a practitioner, and what it offers and, and what kind of results and what kind of rewards you get from that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and even earlier we were talking um, – uh, about this, and I, one of the things that was important to me too, and I was telling Leah this, is that because there's no regulation in Reiki, I, I love that I can say everybody in Sarah teaches the same way. Everybody in Sarah uses these materials. We all have this time that we teach our class. We teach these particular practices and meditations. And to me, I mean, it's, we're self-regulating, and I think that it's important in um, as as Reiki is getting more and more mainstream, I, I especially saw this in the medical, you know, when I was doing a lot of work with hospitals, that that's really, that's what they look, what people look at, you know, doctors look at that. They want to know, like, well, how are they controlling, you know, how Reiki practitioners are trained and this and that and the other thing. And so I'm, I'm imagining vets are saying the same thing. I would be surprised if they weren't. But we don't really have that. And so to say you know, I'm a practitioner or a teacher with Sarah, and I follow these guidelines, and I follow this code of ethics, I think that gives us a heck of a lot more credibility. And so that, to me, is really valuable as well. So, you know, there are, there are a lot more things that, are, um, that we receive from this work um, that are not monetary. And, you know, mm-hmm. another thing that you can take into consideration is I know with my, my regular classes and my non-Sarah classes, I... I teach at some local farms, and, you know, <clears throat> then you just raise your, your class fee somewhat, you know. And, and if you're teaching classes um, at shelters where um, you're going to be having the public come in and you're giving back to the shelter, make sure that you set that price up so that you can give a reasonable amount back to the shelter. Make sure that you deduct your books, that sort of thing. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's not like you're not going to make any money at all doing this. But you, right. but to, it for me when it's the balance gets tipped more to money and less towards um, giving, then that's where we get messed up and that's where things start to to slow down. That's just right for me. Mhm. Thank you, Kelly, and thank you for what you said too, Leah, because um, <clears throat> you know, Kelly is has been such a fabulous member, and so I'm happy to let everybody know that. In our group, so. <laughs> so um it's already six forty five um and I have a seven o'clock teleclass that I've gotta do, so I can't be late oh dear so okay i'm gonna give i wanna give you guys a chance to ask questions or make comments is is there anything else, Leah, before I do that? No, not at all, okay, all right, so let me unmute you guys, so just take me just a second, and you can all also self mute mute yourself again with star six once you're Unmuted if you have noise where you are. Kathleen? Yes. Yes, it's 
This is Dulcinea in Maryland. Hi. Hey, hi. Um, first of all, I I want I I feel partly responsible for it because of all my emails to you. Um, so, and I want to thank. I I'm glad you're laughing. Um, I want to thank you, Leah. I I Leah. I want to thank you as well. And Kelly, I've never spoken or emailed or heard you before, and um. I want to thank you especially because uh, your sharing of your experience has given me some ideas with the shelter I'm working with. Um, And the shelter I'm working with, uh, I've been with them since the summer. It's wonderful. It's it's an enlightenment experience. I always feel honored to be there, regardless of what occurs. It doesn't matter what occurs. The fact that the energy is there. And... Little by little, some of the staff is starting to really know me. Um, and I think I told you, Kathleen, I'll, since I can't go in and teach there because of their, the way they have things set up, both their schedule with all of the staff members. They have 30 volunteers and about 20 staff. They're big. And they couldn't figure out how I could teach the class. And I suggested a couple of different things and blah, blah, blah. But the bottom line is, is you've given me some ideas, Kelly, and one of them was they do um, events like every other week, and that's perfect because that will give me an opportunity to get more in-depth connection with everybody there. So with that being said, um, I want to thank you for that. And I do understand and I totally respect the not online. Um, portion. Now I see the bigger picture. I see it, and I I appreciate that. And you're right. I mean, this is this is a this is a huge huge project that has gotten huger, and it's fantastic, and it should just continue that way. Um, and the only thing I do want to say is my my theory for the online was going to be just for the staff and the volunteers since they didn't have access to me all together. I think it's yeah, and, and that's that's totally understandable. We we understood that. But then again, this class, the self healing class, really mm-hmm. it's important to because we thought about this, because we thought, well yeah, we we could totally do that. But the the reason that's so important is it's really important for you to be there in person mm-hmm. because you have to create that space of yes. that that energy of the Reiki so that they can feel it, so they can experience it, so that they can understand what the animals are receiving, and then they can also receive a healing. Because if you can't offer that to them in person, online they're going, it's going, they're going to lose it. And it kind of then, right, and it lessens what our, our purpose is for them. Right, and and I and I saw that this weekend because I took one of the staff members. She looked frazzled. I said, "You got to," and it was a per, it was perfect. I mean, I see exactly what you're saying, and I know it's different if you if you're offering an online class with Reiki one and Reiki two practitioners. It, it's a, mm-hmm. that's a different set of um, it's a game changer, and it, it's right. it's a different set of. Uh, protocols, if you will, um, but right. so we won't get into that. But I just wanted to thank all of you for 
making the time to give this call, and I made the effort to be here because I'm normally <laughs> out of the light because I have to be up in about four or five more hours from now. So. Oh, my gosh. It, well, thank you. See, thank you for that. You're welcome. And, and that's the other thing. I have, I mean, I have a beautiful website. I don't have any paying clients. All of my energy is either all the animals I meet, whether I'm at the shelter there or I'm out shopping, and because a lot of my stores in my neighborhood, in my area, they bring their animals. So I sit with their animals and give them right here in the store and stuff. But the point being is I'm, I'm in it for the giving, that totally. It's, I'm not worried about the money. I'm, my biggest thing is, is I want to I offer this to everybody. So right, that's exactly. where I'm coming from. So. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you for speaking up. And we should open it to some other people since we yeah, only have, have a few minutes. Thank you for that. We have some questions on chat that I want to go over just real quickly, and you can chime in, Leah. One is, is it okay to create our own classes and teach online if we keep our Sarah teachings and volunteer work separate from our business? And the answer is absolutely yes, but you need to create your own classes. Yeah. So that means that you're not making cl- making classes from my material. I, I don't give I don't give permission to teach my material online. But if you're creating your own material and your own teaching and your own stuff, absolutely, of course, <laughs> we can't control anything you do on your own, nor would we want to. So that's right. absolutely exactly. fine. You can completely do your own thing. Um, another question is um, this is from Michelle Kyle. Um, Kelly said, make sure you deduct your books. Does that mean you consider donating 25% of proceeds to mean 25% after deducting expenses? I've always donated 25% gross, not net. Please clarify. Um, So, Michelle, that's really, um, you know, that's like, you know, uh, what do they call it? What's that expression, shaving hairs or something like that? Splitting hairs. Splitting hairs. Splitting Mm -hmm. hairs, okay? I'm not really interested in splitting hairs. If you want to know what I do, I do 50% um, growth. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. do 50% per, at, at Brighthaven. I have never deducted any of my expenses at Brighthaven. I do 50% of whatever I collect from the students. I've done that for 12 years. So, you know, beyond that, you know, 25%, you know, do what you can do. And, and you know, um, I think 25%, I don't, I don't think we've said growth or net and I don't feel the need to make that delineation. So I think it's a personal choice um, right. <laughs> that people um, want, want to do that. And then we <clears throat> have another question. I've been out of the loop with the talks. You mentioned three different classes, Compassion Fatigue class. Can you talk on this? Actually, we did a class, um, a meeting on that class. And I think it was, was it last month or the month before, Leah? I can't remember. Uh, the month, it was, in, it was in January. So if you just go so, back and look. Go at, back and look at the classes. January recording. Yeah. It's and in, then also the member recording. site, the, the member site has all of this. The member site okay. has the recording, has the, the outline, has everything. Okay. Perfect. Awesome. Okay, and uh, I do have to go at about maybe three minutes before the hour, so we have five minutes. So any other questions um, or um, comments? And you can always email us if you weren't able to share on the call tonight and you we weren't able to answer your question. I just, I'm Mrs. Deanna. Oh, oh, good. oh, did someone want to ask a question? Sure, go ahead, Deanna. <clears throat> um, I'm trying to read the policy of donating so tonight I had my first human Reiki client. 
but it came from, she was also a volunteer at the shelter. And I know, you know, there's, um, when you have, when you get clients from the shelter, there's a certain percentage that you um, donate to Sarah. So I don't think you just mean animal clients, you mean human also. Uh, well, well, that's that's another, like, splitting hairs kind of thing. We just, like, yeah. want you to, if, if you feel so inclined, like, let's say you're at the shelter mm-hmm. and you get five new students, you know, mm-hmm. from and, and they want to do people Reiki. I mean, if you want to donate something to back to Sarah <laughs> to support what we're doing, we encourage that. But well, and how do I do that, though? Do I just go on? Like, you oh, don't necessarily you know that online. it's from me for a client. Yeah. Yeah. Just make a donation. You can make a donation, make a note, or you can send a check. Okay. Whatever you want. That, that was my main question is how do I right. say that this is a, a donation from my client? And you okay. can always donate back to the shelter, too, where you got the, the client from. We encourage that also. Okay. All yeah, right. just, you know, I just want to know decide. how to give a donation because <laughs> I want you, to. Right. You can decide how, how, where you want right. to donate and how you want to donate. So the way okay. that I right. do it is I collect tuition and then I donate you know, 50% right. to Brighthaven, I write a check to Brighthaven. But mm-hmm. you can decide if you want the person to write a check directly to the shelter and mm-hmm. then write a check to you for the other part. You can do it that way or you can collect it from them and then you can make um, a percentage donation from that yourself. You can totally do mm-hmm. whatever. It's just that, that that donation aspect needs to be a part of every, you know, Sarah. Everything you do. Everything right, you right. do is Sarah. You know, just, exactly. you just it just has to be the center of what we do. And however right. you want to flesh that out is totally okay. up to you. Okay, awesome. Thanks. Thank you, Deanna. I think there was someone else who wanted to talk when Deanna was talking. You know, it's it's Cheryl. Just very quickly, I oh, just hey, want to Cheryl. say hi there. I just Cheryl's you know, another one. Wait, Cheryl, just one sec. Cheryl's another one of our founding members. Been oh, there with us from the very beginning. <laughs> I knew I was going to forget. I've been hanging in there. I just want <laughs> I to actually a say a thank thing. you. Oh, I wanted to say a thank you. Well, besides the two of you, to Ke- also you speak, you're singing Kelly's wonderful praises. I want to add another <laughs> thank you to Kelly because she I got, know. because of all the postings on the. The Sarah Facebook page, yeah. right? That I, I mean, I love this. So uplifting, and it's just, it's wonderful. And it, that takes work too. So thank you, Kelly, for doing that. Thanks, Cheryl. Yeah. Well, and, and thank you, Cheryl, because Cheryl did our graphics when we very first started. We had zero money, and Cheryl like did all our graphics for us. She did all our certificates for us. Cheryl's been one of those people. I have a horrible memory because I'm getting old, Cheryl. You know, I'm in my 50s now, so and I forget. <laughs> but really, Cheryl. Cheryl's another one. I knew I was going to forget people, but Cheryl has been there with us from the very beginning, just like Kelly. And, you know, she's like family. Kelly and Cheryl are like our family. They're like our sisters. And we are so grateful to them for helping us because we wouldn't be where we were today without their help. Absolutely. Well, I think you got to go, sis. It's that time. Yeah, it sounds like everyone's ready to go too, so that's good. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank, thank you, everybody. Thank, thank you. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Bye. Have Bye. 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 It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.